You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey everyone, Philip Slavin here. Before we get started, just one note. We recorded this pod a couple of hours before the announcement that the Oklahoma-West Virginia game had been postponed to December 12th due to COVID-related issues. That now gives us three games on December 12th. Uh, Oklahoma-West Virginia joining Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas at Kansas. Uh, We had already made picks for that game. I'm going to leave it in here so this episode plays as it was originally recorded for you. Uh, So enjoy. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, and that means that we are here making picks with our good friends, Daniel Alexander of Grinders with Blinders, and Chris Ross, the LGGOG himself. Uh, before we get started, guys, I got I got to throw something to you. We had a conversation on Monday's show uh, with uh, with Andy and Jamie, as we as we always do, uh, about whether or not we should be doing a, a 1012 Secret Santa, and just three of us isn't enough. So I'm curious. How would you like, guys like to get in on a, a, five, a full five-person Secret Santa with the holidays coming up? What do you think? You know I'm in. Yeah, I, I was like a good Secret Santa. Okay. Oh, it's fun. Just a little extra spirit for the season. I think this is a good idea. Okay, so I think we're going to do this. We're going to figure out how to incorporate our uh, our sponsors, Lazy Fair Coffee and Homefield Apparel, because why would we not use this opportunity to uh, do a little something fun with them? Maybe incorporate a, 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 a podcast listener. I need some more reviews when we figure this out. So we're going to hey, figure this out. We've got a little bit of time. Hopefully I can uh, draw Philip and I'll give him a six-pack of beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. You <laughs> you still ooh, already owe that. Um, okay. Before we hop into our games, we've got a full slate of Big 12 games, five games to pick, and of course our non-Big 12. I, I did want to – we were having a conversation before we started rolling, and I wanted to kind of let you guys carry that conversation out of the show about – you know, this is kind of rivalry week. Now, I understand in the Big 12, it's it's not as much so. We've already had Bedlam, Red River. Um, there's not a any true, what I would say, rivalry games on the schedule this week in the Big 12. Uh, however, uh, Daniel, kind of kind of carry that conversation on that we were having about, like, why is this season so weird when it comes to rivalry games? Yeah, I, I, I bounce it off of some other sort of respected cappers and betters I like this week. And then I know we were talking about it. It just doesn't quite have the shine. It usually does. Right. I mean, uh, so thankful that all of these kids and coaches and programs 
have done their best to put seasons together, but you know, uh, it's a rivalry week and that's usually fun and, you know, spirited games, regardless of records. And for some teams, it's just like, man, let's just get this season over with. Uh, I think Stanford and Cal, you know, the big game here out West, I mean, Stanford played one game or something, or, you know, <laughs> they're one and oh with two cancels or something like that, or, uh, you know, Civil War, Oregon, Oregon State, it doesn't quite have the luster it usually does. Um, the Iron Bowl, I mean, I know Bama's having a great year, but it's just the SEC is just so mired in cancellations every week that it almost just feels like some of these games just feel like they're going through the motions, right, just to, to get these things done. So it, it's it's hard to cap. Usually it's fun to back a spirit. Gundy felt that way at Bedlam. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And going yeah. through the motions. Sure. Yeah. Cause, cause for a lot of these guys, it's like just the, the work going into even just field the dang team takes away from, you know, the history, the pageantry, the fun of rivalry week for a lot of these teams. But uh, I, I think you hit 2020 on the head. It, uh, it doesn't quite have the shine that it used to. Right. Pretty much right. everything. And that, and then when you're capping games, that plays into it. You know, the, does a does a two touchdown dog who's had a bunch of games canceled and and kids sick from COVID, you know, are they coming out and caring about showing up and, and being that you know spunky underdog in robbery week? Or are they just kind of like, let's just get through this game, let's get healthy, let's get home? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've already seen teams that are kind of done. look. Penn State is not as bad as their record. It's just a team that. Once they started 0-2, that, that's it. They're, they're done. I mean, you know, top tight end is out for the season. But, like, we've seen teams that win, went sideways. And this leads to, like, full credit to Oklahoma. And I talked about this on Monday. Like, full credit to OU, start 0-2 in conference, and to continue to improve and get better and still fight to try and win the Big 12 after the way their season started. Like, full credit to them and to Lincoln Riley and to that coaching staff because we've seen teams this season give up. I mean, honestly, like, you watch mm-hmm. them, you're just like, yeah, they're playing football. Like they're playing the game of football, but they don't. They, that there's a reason that their record is not is so bad. Like that team's done. Like they sure. they don't care anymore. Not really. Like they're just kind of going through the motions. They're still a decent, talented team. So you know, full credit to Oklahoma. I think that's why we've seen some outcomes a little bit a little bit weird. So, and I think it's it's made for some interesting stuff. You know, we're talking about like Marshall's undefeated, Coastal Carolina's. These teams that have something to play for this season. It's even a bigger motivation for them than I think even a normal year where maybe they're facing some teams that just don't care as much as they would in a normal season and that's benefiting them. So I don't, that's, it's, it's all very interesting. 2020 is what it is. Um, I think we're all ready to, I'm not sure 21 is going to be much better, but you know, whatever, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, Full slate of games, five big 12 games to pick recapping last week. uh, uh, Chris was our big winner at three and Oh, Obviously, Texas-Kansas was uh, postponed. Hit on Iowa State, minus 10.5. Hit on Oklahoma, minus 7. And hit on Coastal Carolina, minus 4.5. I went 2-1. and Hit on Iowa State, minus 10.5. Hit on Oklahoma, minus 7. Missed on Arkansas, plus 2.5. Chase, our guest picker, also went 2-1. and He hit on Coastal Carolina. Hit on the under 60 in OU Oklahoma State. Missed on Kansas State plus 11. Daniel went one and two, hit on the under 60 in Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, missed on the under 59 in Boise, Hawaii. That that went for more points than that. Uh, and missed on Kansas State plus 11. 
Uh, bring, bring total records. Chris is now officially in the lead and above 500 at 25 and 24. Daniel is at 22, 24, and 2, and I am at 21, 27, and 1. Uh, still quite a few games we've got left to pick, so plenty of stuff, you know, plenty of opportunity for, for either growing leads or gaining Wait, real ground. Sec, real quick, can we talk about that Coastal Carolina game? I was so mad when they went for two up for they get the touchdown like a minute and a half left they go up by four kick the extra point and i win the pick by half a point and they decide to go for two to try to be up by six and and uh they failed so i was going to lose that game by half a point and the pick six saved me but i was so mad at the decision to go for two it's like dang it just kick the extra point i don't know what are you afraid they're gonna go kick two field goals real quick it's yeah uh, yeah you got bailed out too that kid yeah. stayed up a, f- a few times on that pick six it was, a, it was a nice run back by him for the cover for you yeah like that was that was wild betting man that's just it is what it is it's oh i mean look at hey look at that hawaii total i oh, loved yeah. it it got it went off 55 it's like man i got seven points of closing line value on my original bet and there was five points of value from whatever I called it out from or something, or maybe four points. It's like, and then they go play the game and it's like, well, crap, you know, closing line value doesn't pay any bills. You got to win the bet. (laughs) All right. So let's hop in. We're going to start as we do in chronological order. That means we start with Friday's 11 a.m. game between Iowa state and Texas in a game that basically will decide potentially. And for most likely who is going to face Oklahoma in the big 12 title game. Uh, this game opened as a pick'em, from from what I can tell. Uh, Texas is now a. It depends. Depends on what you like here, because I can still get you at a pick'em. I can get you uh, Texas as a one and a half point favorite, uh, one point favorite. Uh, I saw it at two. Oh man, this line is going all over the place now. Because I saw Texas I I two a little bit earlier. Uh, it yeah, was. Goal, it's this line is moving like crazy. Uh, over under open at 58 and a half. It's pretty much about 56 and a half across the board now. Chris is our big winner. Uh, you get to go first here. What are you feeling, bud? All right. Well, I will, uh, I'll take it whatever I can get it. But, um, the Longhorns last game is three weeks ago. Uh, they're, I mean, they're a little cold. Iowa State, a little hot. They're, uh, they're coming together at the right time and they're starting to believe that they, will make it to the Big 12 title. Um, they they know everything's online. In a game like this, I look at who has the best quarterback, who has the best defense. Uh, quarterback to me is about a wash. Uh, Purdy and Ellinger, um, very similar uh, statistic. I think Ellinger uh, edges them out just a little bit, but not work. Not a difference maker. Uh, so the defense, uh, Texas gives up about 400 yards a game. Most of that is um, passing. They have a pretty decent run defense, but I do think that their run defense is going to be busy with Brees Hall. I, I don't think they can afford to focus on the pass too much. And I think uh, I think this is a game where Purdy can kind of make a statement for the Cyclones. I, I don't like Texas' spot. I don't like their spot with Coach Herman coaching for his job at this point. Um especially against a team that just straight up believes that this is their time and they're going to go get it. And uh, I, I, I like the Cyclones in this one. Texas is covering the spread just twice this year. So give me the clones. Okay. Uh, yeah. Best line at this while we're doing this and I get the feeling this line is going to keep moving all around like crazy. Cause it's changed just in the last hour. Best thing gets you is plus one. Uh, that one and a half sports betting. So we're not using that. So pretty much it's Texas by hey, one actually, or uh, pick them. I want a rules challenge here. I'm going to issue a, a throw a flag, issue a rules challenge. Um, Daniel, 
I'd like your input here. Okay. I know that we don't like um, like DraftKings and SportsBetting.com and stuff, but my question is, can I place a bet? If I can place a bet, I should be able to get that line, <laughs> right? Hey, it's true. That's why we tell uh, bettors have multiple books and shop around for the best line. I'll let y'all let YouTube duke it out on the rules. All right. You know, there's, there's rules to the pick em game. And so I'll let YouTube duke it out. All right. So we use a site called VegasInsider.com, which provides us at this point with a consensus within BetMG, or BetMGM, SportsBetting.com, William Hill, DraftKings, Golden Nugget, Westgate, and Circo. So we'll just go with this then. If Daniel is fine two. with it, I don't, I don't have page two open. Page two. Why don't I just stay on page one? I gotta go page two now. What are you doing to me here? I got a second page. <laughs> but there's stations and you know they have they have everything else. But like they basically compile okay, all so the Okay, so stations and yeah. Caesars both have it at one and a half. So I will give it to you plus one and a half. I'll give you that little hook there. But that's okay. the best I can give you. Okay. My only question is, can I place a bet? Okay. We'll take fine. action. Man, there's a page two. Gosh, dude. I got both open. All right. Now we'll have both open. All right, Daniel, what are you feeling here, bud? I'm going to break my own rule because it's just it keeps burning me every week. I bet this under at 60 and a half. That line is long gone. Uh, that was very early in the week. I'm going to be taking the under. Looks like Circus Holding uh, are at 57 right now. I'm going to take an under 57 on this game. A lot of things going on here. This game means something, okay? These teams are are playing for something. So, you know, there's a little bit of the motivational capping going on. Uh, I, I think these teams are going to play some defense. Iowa state played some great D last week. I mean, obviously I think K state helped them just by being so inept, but we've got two teams playing for something. We've got rain. We're going to have wind in the eight, nine, 10 miles an hour. And what I really love, uh, like I said, I got in at the 60 and a half number, but, uh, we had five dimes, smashed the under at 61. Points bet came in at 59 and a half. Uh, bet Rivers out in Pennsylvania took a big bet at 58 and a half. Pinnacle still came back at 57. That tells me the Sharps care. People with respected money still care about this under at 57. So for the sake of today, I got to make up some ground here. I love the under this game. Give me 57. I like that. I like that. I, Texas' defense has been improving as the season has gone on. Uh, I don't know that their offense necessarily has, but their defense has. So I can absolutely see this being a game where we have a low-scoring affair and a close affair. That said, Texas has the number four ranked uh, rushing defense in the Big 12, allowing 117.9 yards per game. But uh, what they haven't faced... rush defense. But, but they haven't faced Brees Hall. And I think, to me, that is the big difference in this game. I think Brees Hall, from an offensive standpoint, is the best player in this game, hands down. Um, now, I think Texas is going to key in on trying to stop him. I think that's going to be make Brock Purdy beat you, um, which, based off his play thus far in the season, he's had okay games. And look, they did a good job against uh, uh, Letty Brown. 15 carries, 47 yards, and one touchdown. So I think Texas's defense is ready to go. I think Iowa State's going to be ready to go. Um, I like the under 57. But I've been saying for four weeks now that I think the Big 12 title game is going to be Oklahoma-Iowa State. It just it just feels like it. 
And I know this game is in Austin and it's a Friday and da 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 da. And Iowa State's on a short week and Texas has had extra time off. But Chris, I'm with you. Uh, I'm taking Iowa State plus one and a half. I think Iowa State wins this game. I think Iowa State and Oklahoma are are both on a collision course for Arlington. It wouldn't shock me if Texas won this game, but it doesn't. It just doesn't feel. I just don't buy this Texas team. Like. I don't buy, I understand they beat Oklahoma State. That was more about Oklahoma State than it was about Texas. Like, credit to Texas. They Texas barely got past West Virginia. If West Virginia had anything close to a competent offense outside of Letty Brown, West Virginia wins that game. I think this is a good Texas defense to continue to get better. This is an offense that's fine, but I think Iowa State has the better offense. I think their defense is good enough. I think Iowa State wins this game. I do. I think we're setting up for Sooners and, and Cyclones for a rematch in Arlington at the uh, on December 19th. So, that is what I will yeah. run with. It, and straight up, I think Campbell's just the better coach. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, we go to our 11 a.m. Saturday game. Oklahoma State looking to bounce back from Bedlam, facing off against Texas Tech. Uh, this line is currently at – let's see. I've got it. At a, okay. This uh, open is 13, Oklahoma State. It's now down to Oklahoma State uh, minus 11. Let's see what it is on page two. Since I had to have a page two now, you make my job harder. Two pages to keep track of. Yeah, pretty much minus 11 across the board. Uh, Win Las Vegas has, and Treasure Island have OSU as 10.5, if that's something that interests you. Um, over under open at 59.5, it's sunk down. This is sunk way down. Which is kind of, man, that's kind of thing I think we want to go to. It doesn't. It, it's me. Because, like, I figured Oklahoma State's value is at all time low right now, right? After uh, last week's showing. So it surprises me. I, I felt like there'd be an initial reaction and then the line might go a little up as team, as, as people kind of settled back to, okay, Oklahoma State's not like a, an awful team. Um, but so it, it surprises me that the line's gotten tighter. So here's my deal. I don't trust Oklahoma State as an 11-point favorite. Um, I think two things. One, Gundy said it himself during his press conference on Monday, like the team is down. And I have real concern about Oklahoma State allowing Oklahoma to beat them twice. Um, I think Oklahoma State wins this game. I think their defense is the best thing on the field between both offenses and both defenses. I think their defense has proven it can play well. I understand the start of the Oklahoma game. Oklahoma had two weeks to figure out how to beat Oklahoma State's defense and score points. Yeah, sorry. That's just, no. That's It's going to work. It's going to win out every time. Lincoln Riley versus your defense, um, especially with time to repair. But I think Oklahoma State's got the better defense. I think Oklahoma State's offense is struggling. I think Texas Tech's offense is struggling as well. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. Oklahoma State's offensive line is still beat up. Who knows who's going to play quarterback? Uh, Chuba Hubbard's banged up. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. I think Oklahoma State wins. I don't trust them to cover that 11. So I'm trying to figure out if I like... If we get all the lines, I can actually get Oklahoma State minus 12.5. So I can't decide if I like Texas Tech plus 12.5 better or if I like the under in this game, because I kind of think the under's going to hit. I don't see a lot of points in this game. I kind of like the under. Um, I get it at under 55, which sounds really, really low for an Oklahoma State-Texas Tech game. Like, I can't imagine I would ever say under 55, and I'm not one to pick unders much when we do over-unders. Like, I love the overs. I'm not one to pick an under much. And an Oklahoma State-Texas Tech game is usually a game in the, kind of like Oklahoma-Texas Tech in the 60s and 70s and 80s. But these are two struggling offenses. 
Oklahoma State's defense is the best unit on the field. This feels like a game that stays in the low 20s. I'm going to take the under 55 here. Chris, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, I mean, I kind of hinted at this. I wanted, uh, Daniel, when you go, please talk about why this line is tightening because I, I don't understand it, but um, I'll take advantage of it. I think that Oklahoma State's being undervalued. I, I think we're going to see a bounce back week because mostly I think saying there's frustration growing in the Oklahoma State fan base with uh, Coach Gundy at this point is a little bit of an understatement. Uh, they, he needs to come back. And so if he comes out flat in this in this game, if this team comes out flat, I I don't know what to make of it because at this point, I mean, he he straight up said a couple of seasons ago that he is uh, he got complacent. He he looked complacent last week. Um, this is tough, you know. He he punted this uh, this team right now. The spot this team is in to what you to your point. I I don't like it for Oklahoma State but I do expect them to rebound at home against one of the worst teams in the big 12. And I, they should win this by a couple of scores. And if they don't, then um, that's not a very good, that's not a very good look, but I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to have faith that they bounce back and show that why they were a a contender for this conference. Uh, Treasure Island has this at uh, OSU minus 10 and a half. So that is the, you're taking the OSU side. That's the best line I can get you, so that's what I will give you. Um, Daniel, what are you feeling here, man? I'm going to go with a profitable angle that uh, that I've really enjoyed for the past two or three years. When a ranked team is blown out, and then the following week, when I say blown out, they lose by 15 or more points. When a ranked team comes off a 15-point loss or greater, and they come back the following week, and their favorites – Fading that is hitting at 72% against the spread. You don't get a lot of plays per year, but it's just an absolutely awesome angle that I like in this game. And there's some narrative to help support that that I like. This Oklahoma State team this year, uh, and I'll be the first guy to say, I I love this team on paper to start the year. I still really like this team. You know, I, I thought the O-line and I thought Gundy would be the two things that if it didn't work out that we'd sort of point to and be like, okay, there's some problems here. And, and <laughs> we are, we, we were there, uh, right? Like it happened. Um, I don't think this team has a bounce back game in them. I mean, look what they do week after week to teams. It's like these must win games, these, these games where they have to come out and look good. It's like they lost straight up to Texas by seven. They beat Kansas State by two. What? That's a fair point. What are you talking about? Iowa State, they won that game, but, uh, you know, f- rewind a month. And at the time, it's like, hey, Oklahoma State's like, what, sixth or seventh in the country? Like, this is their game. If they're real, they're going to blow these guys out. You know, I had called for a double-digit win, and it just didn't happen. It just never happens. Oklahoma State doesn't get out of the blocks this season. Uh Gundy's speech this past week or, you know, his press conference. I don't know how to read into that. It almost felt like he was waving the white flag on the season. I don't know, but but, but there's something maybe going on in that locker room that we're not privy to. But when I have that feeling and that narrative going on with Oklahoma state and I have them as a, a ranked team coming off a blowout with that angle. And we saw people grab Texas Tech right away at 13, 12 and a half, 12 to where this thing's now sitting at wherever it is, 11, 11 and a half. It all adds up to uh, Texas Tech or no bet. So 
give it to me. Whatever the best line you can give me. Well, since we're using all things available now, that I can actually get you sportsbetting.com. Bleh. has uh, OSU minus 12 and a half, so I can give you that one. Um, you know, this uh, one I'm taking, thing... I'm, taking the, I'm fading OSU. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right, so I'll, I'll give you plus 12 and a half. If, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you want the best line, so plus 12 and a half would be the best thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly okay. right. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I think I said minus, but I, I meant plus. Uh, to play off that, you know, this is a question for Oklahoma State is, we talked about start the pod teams that have you know their their large goals and aspiration for the season are now pretty much done. How does OSU respond to the fact that the you know could things go weird and they sneak into the Big Twelve title game? Sure, but they don't control that. They don't, and it doesn't really seem likely the way that Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and Iowa State have been playing. So, like for OSU, your your hope was to win the Big Twelve. That that pretty much seems done now. How do you respond to that? How does the team respond, not just to to an ass-kicking, but how do they respond to the fact that that is now pretty much out of their grasp and it's completely out of their control? So we'll we'll see. I've reached the point where I need to see. It's kind of like I am with Bedlam. Like, you're going to have to show it to me. I will believe you're going to beat a team by double digits not named Kansas when you you do it. So I agree. Uh, To to Daniel's point and kind of against my pick, you know, Oklahoma State this year – it's their defense hanging on to games mm-hmm. for long enough for the offense to find something to go win the game. Uh, or we the defense winning the game for them by forcing a, yeah, a sure. pick six or fumble recovery they run back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this offense, and it's the offensive line. And, and, and listen, I straight up said last week that I thought Oklahoma was going to wax OSU, and that's happened. But it's still disappointing to see a team just not be able to line up and still come out so vanilla. If you like Oklahoma State and you need a bit of a pick-me-up to get through this weekend, might I suggest a bag of beans from Lazy Fair Coffee. Ethically sourced beans from around the world roasted right in the heart of Big 12 country. They have flavors for everyone. And guys, this is the time of year that you should absolutely be going and buying coffee for friends and family. Just go to lazyfaircoffee.com, L-A-Z-Y-F-A-I-R, coffee. Use promo code 1012, get 10% off your order. They've got fantastic flavors like Good Morning Vietnam, which you would describe as black napalm, uh, very strong and robust coffee. The Honduran Sunrise, which I've heard described as Yoohoo disguised as coffee. If you like something sweet, chocolatey, and, and with a hint of caramel, they have fantastic flavors, something for you. Plus, they have a dry rub if you like to uh, to grill like I do. If you like a good coffee dry rub, they have a fantastic one. I have it. I've been using it. It is great. So if you've got a coffee lover in your family, if you've got someone you've got to buy gifts for, LazyFairCoffee.com, 10-12 gets you 10% off. Free shipping for anyone in the DFW area. Get a really, really good bag of beans for yourself, for family, or for friends this holiday season. Or, you know, if you have a secret Santa, that might be something that we look into doing uh, when we do that. Moving on down the line, we have three games at night on Saturday, which is just like, come on, college football guys, don't do that to us. At least have us one game in the afternoon that we can all watch on Saturday instead of having to pick between the next three games we're going to pick. Uh, first one up in order because they're not all kicking off at the same time. Baylor and Kansas State. Kansas State, similar to Oklahoma State, looking to come back from a, I mean, let's be generous, an ass whooping uh, at the hands of Iowa State. They are a dog on the road at Baylor. Baylor opened as a four-point favorite and is pretty much out at five and a half across the board. Over under at 44 and a half has gone up to about 46, 46 and a half. 
Chris, I be- or actually Daniel, I believe it is your time, uh, your turn to go first here, sir. What an awful game. And what a terrible game to have to bet. Oh, man. Thankfully, there's an angle that I love in this game, and it's so simple. Uh, it, it's crazy how profitable it is. You only get a few plays a year because it happens so rarely. This is it. A conference visitor coming off a game where they were shut out. That's it. That's the only angle. If you just take that, it's 62% against the spread. ROI on, it's about 18% if you're just, you know, whatever money you're putting down per game. And that's it. That's the whole angle. I hate both these teams. Baylor helped me a little bit with a little shine, a little bit of street cred covering against Iowa State. That was all great. But both of these teams are awful. I'm taking Kansas State, five and a half, a conference visitor off being shut out, hitting at 62% against the spread. Cash it. All right, Chris, what are you feeling here, bud? Yeah, I'm with Daniel here on the – I don't really like picking anything in this game. Last week didn't surprise me with Kansas State and Iowa State. Um, Iowa State is just clearly the better team. Kansas State, I thought Oklahoma State made Kansas State look better than they have been lately. What's weird is I'm on this pod this season saying it's time to believe in Kansas State, but uh, it really wasn't. Uh, Once teams got used to what – uh, they were doing under Will Howard and, and stuff. It's They haven't really gone anywhere, done anything. But Baylor's had their own struggles. I mean, this is I, – I, I don't know. Um, Baylor is an extremely poor man's version of Iowa State at this point. I, 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 I mean, is that a good thing? I mean, since Iowa State blew them out, I, I don't know. Five and a half is actually a bigger line than I kind of thought it was going to be. Um so I'm tempted to go Kansas State, but there's nothing about it. Like, well, I mean, there's nothing either team has shown me to believe in them. But I originally got reaction, wrote down Kansas State plus five and a half. So, uh, sure. Fair enough. So here's my deal at this point. Similar to what you just said, Chris, I think the Oklahoma State game was an outlier. I think that close game was more about Oklahoma State's offense than it was about Kansas State. I also think it was about Kansas State being at home and not on the road. On the road for the rest of the season with Will Howard and the fact that teams have figured out Deuce Vaughn and how to kind of close him down, I just don't I don't think Kansas State, I don't buy them. Now, Baylor's not good. Um, however, their biggest problem has been closing out games. You know, I, we can we can point to the refs and the reason they lost to West Virginia. They had a big lead on Iowa State. Um, they had a lead against Texas Tech and blew it. I don't think Baylor can close out games. I don't think Kansas State's very good on the road. I agree. I don't think these are two very good teams. However, I'm going to go with Baylor here. I don't... I, I know it doesn't make a lot of sense because I kind of have a feeling I might pick Kansas State upset Texas next week. Don't even – I'm saying I might. We'll see. Um, I don't particularly like Baylor, and I, but if I can get this for under a touchdown, which I can, that's my thing. I think Baylor will build a bit of a lead. I think they'll blow that lead a bit. Uh, I think Kansas State will struggle on the road again. I'm going to go against you guys in part because I've got to continue to catch up i got to try and play catch up. I don't have a ton of time left. So uh, with Baylor as a – I can get about – at minus five that looks like the best i can do with baylor i'm gonna take baylor uh, i'm gonna take baylor i love the under in this game but i could also to, but i don't love it enough to take it to give you an idea how much i hate this pick i, I literally almost switched it 
as you were talking. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, this is just, the game. I, I'm like, I would not bet this game. I would rather bet Kansas overs than than anything in this game. Like, <laughs> I, I do think that maybe there's a chance Charlie Brewer has you know a good game here and shows us something, but and then you know picking Kansas State would look terrible. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So Baylor, it's been a hard season for you. Might I suggest you do something to cheer yourself up or the other Baylor fans in your life? And that is going to homefieldapparel.com and picking up some awesome vintage Baylor merchandise. Okay. Super comfortable t-shirts, sweaters, and hoodies. They've even got joggers now with awesome, well-researched, really cool vintage logos. These are the kinds of things that college football fans are buying. Homefield is the biggest thing since this season outside of just playing actual college football games. If you haven't been following them on Twitter, between how much fun they are as a Twitter personality and watching their just continued excitement over the fact that Indiana continues to be a really good football team this year. They have been a huge and fun follow. They put out really, really good stuff, including from schools you don't even think you care about. Like about over 100 schools now, Iowa State and Baylor being the two Big 12 ones. If you're a fan of Tulane or Memphis or Hope College or Auburn or Virginia Tech, they've got something awesome for you, including for Baylor. So, Go to homefieldapparel.com. Now, normally, here's the deal. 1012 gets you 20% off your first order, but they are running a Black Friday promotion this week, which is 30% off your order. So while I would love for you to use our promotion code because it helps us out, um, you can save 30% off right now. So if you've got things that you've been eyeing and if you've got things you want to buy for fan, friends and family for the holidays, go to homefieldapparel.com this week. Get 30% off. It's a better deal. I'm not going to like pretend like it's not and go support them. They are awesome. They have a great story. If you haven't read it at The Athletic, we are super, super pumped to have them as a sponsor for this football season. Love having these guys. Connor and the whole team are awesome. So go to homefieldapparel.com. 1012 if you want to do us a favor, get 20% off your first order or use their promo code for Black Friday and get 30% off. I'll be rocking some awesome, comfortable, vintage college apparel the rest of the season and plus Baylor again I mean basketball season is here so you have a reason to be excited and you can rock some cool Baylor's gear for basketball season once you guys actually have a game play because everything gets canceled because of COVID but that's fine it'll happen at some point at some point you'll tip off somebody all right before we get to the next pick uh I want to switch you want to switch your Baylor yeah I want to take that I just I can't sit I can't I can't my I've been the last couple weeks I've been playing more of my reaction and it's done well for me and my, my gut reaction is saying take Baylor um the rush defense you know they're only giving up about 100 yards a game I, I feel like that might play into their favor um I just do not like where Kansas State is at right now I give me I have a little bit of hope with Baylor still so I'm gonna ride that all right give me Baylor. swapped it's Baylor minus five right. Baylor minus okay moving on down the list Oklahoma Currently a 10.5-point favorite over West Virginia, pretty much across the board. Um, I think they op- – I'm just going to find it. Do-do-do-do-do-do. This is good radio. Open is a 10.5. It's, uh, it's 10.5 or 11, depending upon where you want to go right now. Over-under opened at 55.5. It's pretty much hung around that area thus far. Uh, let's see. Chris, I think it's your turn again. What would you like to do first here? Not bet this game. Uh, <laughs> no, this is – I mean, I don't know. Yeah, hold up. Oh, yeah, lost track. We're talking Oklahoma, West Virginia, right? Oklahoma, West Virginia, Sooners okay. and Mountaineers. Okay, so you can edit this little part out. Okay, um, 
not bet this game. I don't particularly like it only because I think hands down Oklahoma is the best team in the Big 12. Sorry, Iowa State. I do believe you will get to the Big 12 title game, but I do not believe you will win it because Oklahoma is just too good right now. They are an elite team, and that defense, that defensive line is actually sneaky. It's a little bit underrated uh, because West Virginia's and Oklahoma State's defense has been so good. Oklahoma's defense is underrated. They're top 25. Uh, I think Oklahoma is really, really good. That said, they clearly put a ton of energy in, into Bedlam. Like, they were hyped for that game. And I do kind of expect maybe a performance let down here. I mean, they're going to win, um, but – it's a long road trip out to West Virginia and West Virginia is a team that they believe in themselves. And uh, you know, they had big 12 title hopes themselves and they have that, that great defense. I do think it could take a little bit for Oklahoma to get rolling here, maybe a slow start uh, in, you know, West Virginia, if they score early, it could be hard for Oklahoma to take control of that game. Um, I do think they will late, but I like West Virginia to maybe cover this. Uh, so if you want West Virginia side, I can give you West Virginia plus 11. Yeah, Chris, you and I are, are on very different sides of this here. I'm taking Oklahoma minus 10 and a half. Uh, since they got their suspended players back, since Spencer Rattler basically got benched for part of the Red River game, Oklahoma has been getting better and better and better. Their defense is continuing to get better. It's starting to look like the defense that we thought that we might get with Alex Grinch. Like, and to your point on they may have burned it on 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 Bedlam. I have seen way too many conversations in the national sports media and on podcasts about can especially after the first college football playoff rankings came out this week and Oklahoma was at number eleven, two spots ahead of Iowa State, much to the chagrin of Iowa State fans. I've seen a lot of conversations about can Oklahoma backdoor into the playoff? Can Oklahoma sneak their way in there? If I understand that we don't we don't pay attention to that stuff, all we do is game by game. Yeah, great, cool, whatever. Um, you can't tell me that Lincoln Riley, that coaching staff, those players, that team aren't aware of that fact and aren't aware of anything can happen. And if we really want that opportunity, we need to go and just curb stomp everybody along the way to help better our chances of saying we are definitely not the team we were at the beginning of the season. This is who we are when we have our full roster and are healthy. This is the team. Because, look, Georgia premiered at, at number nine in the rankings, and that's a BS because I promise you I put Oklahoma and Georgia on the same field. I'm taking Oklahoma by a bit. I think Oklahoma covers this. I think they pull away late. I think West Virginia's defense will play well. Um, but I don't trust West Virginia offense to put enough points to, to even really keep this as a close game by the end of the game. Now, I will note one thing. If West Virginia has a better game against Oklahoma than Oklahoma State did, why don't you, like, salt in the wound. Like, pull your chest open and just put a salt rock in there and close it back up. That's how bad that's going to feel. Um, I will take Oklahoma minus 10 and a half. Here's the one thing I know, though. Before, before we get to Daniel, he's, he's the professional. The one thing I know is that as soon as a clear contender comes out in the Big 12, a, a one that can compete, the conference consumes itself. I understand that, but I would note, you know, when Oklahoma doesn't lose games in the regular season? In the month of November, November. at the end of the schedule. And I understand you're just picking West Virginia to cover an 11-point spread, but I do think Oklahoma knows what is not only in front of them, but could, and I don't really want to, like, entertain the notions of Oklahoma is going to make it to the playoff because there's too many things that have to happen for that to occur. However, 
The only thing they can control in that fact is how badly they curb stomp everybody else. And people are pretty pretty high on West Virginia. They like West Virginia. They're not ranked, but people are really impressed by what they've done. If OU goes to Morgantown and just thumps them, it will make enough people take note of like, okay, and, okay. And I, ironically, I mean, we're talking about we don't know if they there, but this is the best team that they've had since the college football, the inception of the college football playoff. This team is very good right now. For chaps. That year they lost to Georgia. That team was a, that team was pretty good. That's pretty true. Good team. That's true. Yeah. Now the defense was great, but team is pretty good. Uh, okay, Daniel, what are, what are you thinking here? I'm going to take the under on this game. I think you got a 55 or 55 and a half or something right now. Uh, you go back and look at the Big 12 games that Oklahoma's played this year. When they're playing comparable teams, in my opinion, comparable offenses uh, to West Virginia, you know, they held TCU to 14, OK State, they held to 13. Uh, uh, Texas Tech, they gave up 28, but I feel like that was sort of a game where, if, if you know, that was just a crazy shootout, 62-28. Uh, Kansas, I mean, we can't count it, right? Kansas was held to nine. Like, this Oklahoma team can play a little bit more defense than I think people are giving them credit for. And I know, I know we're even saying, like, oh, no, their defense is actually kind of good this year. But it's like, hey, they're full-blown containing teams. You know, they're, they're keeping teams to under 20 points that otherwise are going out and they're scoring 24 or 27 points in a normal week. Um, I think this is going to be the kind of game where Oklahoma is going to rely on the run game in the second half. Oklahoma is going to be able to sit on a lead. They're not going to have a letdown, but they're also going to have the defense sort of carry this team. This is one of those get in, get out wins uh, for a team like Oklahoma. I, I do sort of agree Maybe they have to have their, their, their foot on the gas to, right, to boost up the resume, to look good when it comes down to picking teams for a playoff. But uh, coming off the win last week that they just had, going into West Virginia, this was like a, a 34-17 or a 34-13, 41-13, something like that. I think Oklahoma covered, but more importantly, I think this game stays under because of Oklahoma's defense. All right. Uh, last Big 12 game on the schedule. We got Kansas and TCU. I do appreciate that if we're going to have three games on at the same time, it's Oklahoma, West Virginia, and two games I really, I'm not sure I really want to watch. I'm sorry. I love you, Big 12, but no thank you. Uh, TCU opened as a 25 point favorite, which is nuts. Uh, that's down about 24, 20, and a half, four and a half. I really thought I'd see that line move more. I'm a little shocked that it hasn't, especially considering most TCU fans are like, TCU shouldn't be a 25 point favorite over anybody. Uh, over under open at 46 and a half. I'm really annoyed that it's skyrocketed up to like 51, 51 and a half because I love Kansas overs and a Kansas over at 56, 46 and a half is just like money in the bank. Um, that said, I feel the least confident in a Kansas over this week than I felt of any week, uh, in part because TCU's offense isn't very good, even though Kansas makes everyone's offense look good. But here's the deal. TCU, I believe, still leads the Big 12 in in the number of big plays they give up, of like plays of 30 yards or more that they give up to opposing teams. Kansas isn't great, but Kansas can do it enough there to score a few points. TCU, as we mentioned, offensively has been a problem but kansas makes everyone's offense look good like everyone's offensive woes go away when they face the kansas defense i don't love this at 51 
and I'm shopping to make sure that's the lowest I can get it. But I have had a very simple policy here thus far on the show, and it's sticking with Kansas overs because they keep winning every week. Yep, 51's the best I can do, so why would I stop now? I will take the over 51 in Kansas TCU because until it doesn't work, I'm just going to keep riding that horse to death. Daniel, what are you feeling? I was also surprised uh, by that line, 25 TCU on the road. But, you know, sometimes this bites me, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, like, is that line right? I mean, my raw numbers were 27, you know? Like if we're just looking at a raw number and then, yeah, you adjust for a little home field and yeah, 25 or 24 is about right. I don't have any historicals on this team. Uh, I did also want to lean over with, you know, to the over with you and the line move certainly says people are lining up to bet this over, but uh, I got to get some separation here. This line is crazy. And I think we all agree that Kansas is getting into their own special version of really bad this year. <laughs> I mean, if TCU can score, if TCU could score 35 points, there's a very solid chance that this gets covered. You know, I, I Kansas, right. Maybe in that sort of seven to 14 range. So give me that TCU minus 24. I, I think they cover this man. Okay. Chris, what are you thinking? I, I, I kind of like where Daniel's at. Here's what concerns me. 24 and uh, and a half uh, or, or 24 or whatever you can get it at when TCU's only averaging like 24 points a game. So if Kansas scores, a goal, I mean, that's a problem, except for most likely you would think TCU's going to score more than they usually would against uh, Kansas. I don't know. It's not a great game. I don't particularly like either side of this line because it, that number, it's right there on, on where I would put it at. But at least TCU covers the spread sometimes. So I'll take a four <laughs> frogs. Okay. I I actually like <laughs> I, I don't like any line in this game. There's no line. Like you're probably on the right side. I almost feel more confident in, in, in that than an over in this game because my fear is you do get a, like a 35 to 10 kind of game and then I'm sitting there going, well, that it. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, okay, so we wrap up things as we always do with our one non-Big 12 game. And Daniel, as our pro, I'm going to let you uh, take this one first. Which game do you have your eye on? I've been so burned on some of my uh, non-Big 12 games, so I hope I'm really not jinxing this. I really like Oregon state this week. Uh, They are it's out here. It's called the civil war, Oregon versus Oregon state ducks versus beavers, Oregon. Yeah. Models love them. You know, sharps have loved them this year, betting them, but something is just not clicking on the field where it's the Oregon that people think they're getting. Uh, their defense isn't very good. Their offense is doing just enough, but they, they're letting teams score. Uh, they're letting teams hang around. And Oregon State's a feisty bunch. Uh, they won straight up at Cal last week. They were dogs, and that line got absolutely hammered. Uh, Oregon State got hit at Pinnacle at, at flat 14. They got bet again at, at Bet US when they were just 14. Points bet them right in the open at 14. This line is kind of ticked between 14, 13 and a half, and it really hasn't moved off it too much, but 
this just feels like a, a rivalry game that will maybe matter a little bit. Oregon State can play spoiler. They're at home. They're getting two touchdowns. Give me Oregon State. Cover the 14. All right. Oregon State plus 14. Uh, Daniel, where are you going here, bud? I just gave you Oregon State. He's going to Oregon State plus plus 14. 14. No, no. (laughs) Chris, sorry. Uh, Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. (laughs) We're not cutting that out. Uh, Chris, where where are you going here, bud? (laughs) Yeah, uh, man, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording that, you know, there's not really a lot outside the Big 12 that I really like this week. One of my, one of the first things I kind of look at is uh, against the spread. Uh, record and how, you know how teams are doing about that. And if there's like kind of a lopsided match before I, you know, I dig into that matchup, uh, it's a good indicator. And they're really just outside the big 12. There really wasn't any glaring matchups there. Um, I've been riding coastal Carolina a lot last week. They, whew, they shook my confidence a little bit, um, but they pulled it out for me. And uh, the only other game that I really saw would be Virginia at Florida state. Uh, Virginia six and two against the spread. Florida State's two and six. Uh, Florida State hasn't played in a little bit, but I really don't like picking Power Five matchups. It's just I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to it. I just find that there's more value in the group of five. Daniel's more of an expert there. I just feel like the Power Five gets a lot of attention, and and generally the lines are pretty accurate and just harder to find value. Although. Teams like Coastal Carolina at this point, they're getting tons of attention too. Texas State, they have not won much, but they have beat the spread. It's kind of interesting. I think they've won two games, but they're seven and four against the spread. The numbers are really tight, but I have a kid at home. I'm just not able to um, pay as much attention to this when I have to bottle feed an infant every three hours. So I'm just going to ride Coastal Carolina, cross my fingers, then my luck holds out. Hey man, if it, if it ain't broke, right? Don't fix it. Just <laughs> just keep riding the money train. Might as well. Uh, looks like sixteen and a half is what I can get you. Sold. So that's what I'll give you. Keep riding that CC train, man. Just do it. It's like Kansas overs. Like until it's if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. Just run with what works. I mean, they are the big twelve overlord at this point. So uh, okay, that that joke's done now. That's. It's not done until the next season, right? I mean, they no, they, it. they beat they beat like of all the. Te- I understand that they have like are undefeated in their conference play. They also beat Kansas. Like, let's. Call but they beat the team that beat Iowa State. Okay. Who is who? We all we're going to go through transit. Pro- okay. All right. Keep keep it up. Like um um. So I, <laughs> uh, God, I have struggled this week with a non-Big Twelve game. I really do. Um. I have done some looking and I don't like anything and nothing feels good to me. And so if I'm looking around at like, what's a team where the line just kind of makes me go, I don't think it should be that big. And the only one that I came to and looked at just went, okay. And I can't believe I'm going to do this because it's probably the dumbest thing I could possibly do, but I'm going to ride with it anyways. Purdue is getting 12 and a half. I can actually get it 13 and a half if we're going to start including that sportsbetting.com nonsense um, against Rutgers. I understand it's Rutgers. I get it. I can do. you place a bet? Uh, you can place a bet, so we'll run with it. That's Chris's rule, so we're going to run with it. That, them's the rules. I get it. 
But I also, there's a site called Sports IQ. I do game picks on there just for fun. I just I just pick win-lose. I don't go with ATS. Picked Rutgers beat Michigan State because it just screamed like, hee-hee, <laughs> fun value. Look, I understand that Rutgers is 1-4 this season, but they have been in games. Okay, they This is a team that fights. This is a team that is well-coached. It's not a very good team. Like They probably should have beaten Illinois, but they didn't. They gave Michigan everything that Michigan could possibly handle last week. And I know Michigan's not very good this year, but still. Um, they are 3-2 and two against the spread. They covered the spread against Ohio State. I understand it was 38.5, but still. Um, Rutgers. Uh, Penn, I, I like Purdue. Purdue got jobbed last week and should have beaten Minnesota. But I still don't think Purdue's like great. Do I think Purdue should be a nearly two touchdown favorite over Rutgers maybe in a normal year but not this year so since I can get it at 13 and a half I'm going to take Rutgers plus 13 and a half this week I just don't I just Rutgers isn't that bad like they're not good but like I'm pretty sure Rutgers would beat Kansas if they both met on the same field and I think Rutgers would would win fairly handily against Kansas like in the past few years I might have picked Kansas I wouldn't this year I think Kansas Rutgers is a well-coached team. I think Purdue is good, but not like I just don't trust them this year. I'll take Rutgers plus thirteen and a half, which I can't believe I'm picking Rutgers in the game. It just feels weird. I don't like it. Uh, okay, so that wraps everything up. Hopefully, we can uh, I can make up some ground against these two. I'm very excited to be doing our Secret Santa, and we will have some rules about that. And I feel like we should incorporate a listener because that sounds like fun. And this is the, the you know the holiday season, the spirit of giving. Why not? We'll figure something out. Um, and we'll figure out how that's going to work probably next week. So do me a favor. Give us a follow on Twitter at 1012podcast, T-E, and then number 12, the word podcast. Give us a follow on Instagram. That's at 1012pod, where we do Instagram lives on most Wednesday nights. Um and, of course, we post exclusive content there as well. Do me a favor. Go follow Daniel on Twitter, DannerB7. He's posting his lines for all sorts of sports on there on a regular basis, including some Premier League, which I enjoy looking at because I like to watch Premier League. So I'm always intrigued by how betting in the Premier League and soccer works. Uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter, but we would suggest you follow the LGG because that's where he does most of his Big 12 tweeting. Don't forget to check out the LGG site itself for some Big 12 news there. Everyone enjoy the games this weekend. We will be back on Monday with our usual guests, Andy and Jamie. And we will talk to you guys then. Podcast Network.